Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest, Hannah Koenig. She is the founder of the Leadwell Summit. She helps women shift from creating cash to building wealth. And she really specializes in helping uh, you know women build six-figure businesses through leadership development. Absolutely incredible entrepreneur, uh, and we're so lucky to have you on the show, Hannah. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, absolutely. Well, why don't you tell our um, you know amazing audience subscribers where you're from in the world and kind of how you got into what you do. Okay, so I am currently located in Kansas City, part of the Midwest. I own a home here, all of my family is here. Um, And I got my start, my background is actually in leadership development, Um, but not leadership development in the corporate space, even though I did a stint in corporate insurance and all of that, um, very short-lived. But my my background is in the personal development world. So transformational processes, I, I mean, you think of like Tony Robbins or any of those types of like workshops where they're doing like deep personal development and leadership work. That's my background. Um, I spent, I spent almost a decade doing that kind of work, facilitating different kinds of workshops, um, uh, East coast, West coast, and ran uh, leadership trainings in Bali. And from there, there's, there's kind of a narrative in a lot of, a lot of creative communities, a lot of spiritual communities, a lot of service-based, even like activism-focused communities that to be of service and to do the work that you love, you need to struggle. And that really did not serve me. And I was like looking around and seeing how much it wasn't serving the other people that I was involved with. And I'm like, we can talk leadership all day, but if you are not well-resourced, the level of impact you're able to create is going to be considerably smaller. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my work really became about first becoming well-resourced myself, right? Financially, time-wise, relationships, right? Resources are everything that we can leverage to have the impact we want to have. And, and then shortly thereafter, um, the business work and the business coaching really fell into my lap. People started coming to me and being like, how can I do what you're doing? How can I make more money? How can I earn? How can I support my family? How can I support my team? How can I make sure that they have health benefits? How can I get this mission, get get real momentum behind my mission? And so that's really when I started primarily focusing on business coaching. And that was in 2018. Yeah. Wow. So, so I think you said something really key. You talked about how some people kind of, you know, expect the struggle, they walk in the struggle. Um, You know, they think it has to be hard in order to be able to get ahead. And you've kind of switched that around a little bit. You're like, no, like you don't need to deal with this, like, in you know, this idea of struggling, you know, in order to be successful, there's a lightness, there's a simplicity to it. How, you know, talk about your, your process. I know that you have, you know, a a process where you highly simplified 
how to be able to, you know, get ahead financially, you know, so first I want to talk about um, why it's so important to scale beyond six figures. I know there are a lot of great people really focused on helping people build six figure businesses and that there's a lot of that in, in the coaching space. And I think that that's great. Um, and the reason I focus on beyond the six figure mark with my clients and in my work is because, well, there are a few reasons. One, this is um, a study from the SBA, only on, on average, only 6% of entrepreneurs earn beyond six figures, right? This is across industries. Wow. So that's small, crazy. That's, yes. not a, that's not a big number. It's, it's, it's ridiculously small. I've seen some studies that say up to 12%, but that's still like shockingly low. And we're, we're talking about revenue here, Adam, we are not talking about profit. So even if you are in the space where you've got a six figure business and you've got really high, let's assume you have like really high profit margins, say 70% profit margins, right? 70% profit margins, your six figure business after taxes, that's still like barely enough to raise a family comfortably in most states in America. It is shockingly low. So we get to, I, I focus on this because I want to eliminate the wealth gap. And I want to focus on all of us having a big, bigger conversation and setting bigger expectations. So that's why we have a leverage framework because scaling is really about leverage and and this is about moving from just learning how to create cash to building wealth. I'm going to break that down for you too, because these are two different things. So creating cash is, and creating cash is important. I love creating cash. I love seeing other people create cash. Money is a beautiful thing. It's a really empowering experience to learn how to work for money. That's what creating cash is. You work for money. Building wealth is when money works for you, right? And this is where we start to create systems that put your money to work, including team, including financial systems and processes where your money is now making money and ultimately eventually should become your best employee and your best investment, right? And that's why I created the leverage framework. So do you want me to get into that and break it down? Is there anything you yeah, want to Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, on? let's do it. Let's go for it. Okay, awesome. So, so the reason, and to give you a little more context, the reason we have the leverage framework is because the number one KPI in my business is that clients are able to not only achieve, but sustain and expand upon their results, right? So for example, I have a client who she worked with me for a year and a half. We created, she started, you know, almost no business scaled to six figures in her first year. And she just wrapped January with her first six figure month. Right. So to make that leap, the work that we do should build upon itself. And to do that, you need three things. You need a simple, you need structures and, and pathways and strategies in your business that are simple, impactful and refined. Because like all of the funnels and I love funnels and I love ads and they all have a lot of power and momentum. But if you are not already organically knowing how to make great money and, and deliver great impact in your business without that stuff, you don't really have the data points to jump in and you're really just creating this quantum chaos. So the first thing we start with is simplicity, right? The, this simplicity means clarity and clarity equals power right? When I know exactly what we're doing, exactly where we're going, I can execute that myself. I can deliver it to team. It's actionable, right? So we start with creating a multiple six-figure um, revenue model. 
and then a profit structure within that. Again, because profit and revenue are two very different things. And it's like, okay, I know how to make money, but do you know how to make profit? And do you, do you know the relationship between the two? And you have to plan for profit because if you don't, and I know this because I've done this the hard way myself, my first multiple six figure year in my business, um, tax season rolled around and I had no idea what my, my taxes were going to be. And I had no, you could have asked me like, what did you invest back into the business that year? I probably would have guessed like 40 or 50 K it was a hundred, right? I had no idea. I was just make more money, spend more money. And so you have to, if you don't have a plan for profit, you don't create profit and without profit, you're not going to build wealth. So we create this model with two to three core offerings, because again, it needs to be simple. I need to know ex exactly the few actions and the few areas of focus that I'm going to meet those financial goals. And we build in intentional overflow. That's, that's, that means we plan for, I plan for clients to hit their financial goals by the end of the third quarter. So there is overflow of cash available and overflow of time. The timelines can be fluid, they can be flexible, and we always plan where there's a lot of space for more. Now, from there, we move into impactful. And this is about, you know, my, my biggest focus, my biggest interest is an impact game, right, instead of a numbers game. I know we just talked about a lot of numbers because the numbers matter, but the numbers are there to serve the impact you're here to have. And if we focus on impact, then the numbers are a result of that with the right structure in place. And it vastly delivers a better client experience, more referrals, more renewals, and, and it increases your relationship and your reputation, right? Like those three R's really matter in, in the small business world. It's a lot smaller than it seems. Um, and then depth of impact versus width, right? So how, how much of a difference can you make versus like how many people can you reach, right? If I'm creating, if I'm jumping into this work and I'm just trying to create something that reaches everyone, the depth of impact is going to be pretty shallow. So we focus these offers in a way that is serving from expertise and mastery and is designed to create a significant difference in, in the lives of the people you're serving, in the B2B relationships you're building. And then the last thing is refined. So this is client experience focused. These are premium offers like high touch, high level, highly personalized. And with that leverage framework, we're able to create a lot of momentum with uh, a more minimal output in a way that's really clear. Yeah. And I think that's super important. I think being able to simplify and create impact. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, especially co coaches, course creators are creating these like products that solve like little niche problems, but then they end up having these like highs and lows. Like they'll build a $47 product because they saw their favorite influencer build that $47 product. And then it's like, all right, great. I'm going to launch this. They make some money. Right. And then it's like, all of a sudden they're back, you know, having to create the next thing and they launch that and they get in this like constant creator launch mode. But if you really think about like how impactful those programs are, they're not high touch. There's hardly any support. They're not creating an environment of transformation. And only 5% of people actually go through video courses, believe it or not, um, end to end. So it's like, you know, it's like, it'd be better to just take that same curriculum, create something high touch, like you're saying, right. Being a high, high, more impactful. So you can actually create the environment and support people. And, 
you know, through that, I think it's a simplified way to also get referrals, grow the business organically, create impact and get to that six figure mark so much quicker. So yeah, absolutely. And I think you have to also have a, a, a passion for people because mm-hmm. if you're, if you're, there's different types of entrepreneurs, you know, some entrepreneurs are more system driven. They prefer the automation. They prefer the leverage hands off. And then there's the world changers, the people who want to roll up their sleeves and like figure out what's your problem and help you solve it and change your life. And I feel like you've got to be really heart centered to be able to, you know, lead people, right? It's not just about making money, but it's really about helping, you know, people and you have to have a heart for them, you know? Yeah. And that's so important. And I'm so glad you bring that up because um, I don't know if I can say this on this podcast. Can I curse here? I go for it. Okay. So um, in uh, the beginning of 2021, we were, uh, we, we had a team meeting and we were looking at values and I, sh- I shifted my number one value in our business from compassion to give a shit because I was like, let's just call it what it is. When you really care, even if you're in, even if you're running an evergreen model, right? Even if you're like, actually what I'm really good at is creating digital systems that serve the crap out of people you have to have heart in that, right? You have to be excited and lit up about what kind of a difference that's going to make. Even if you're hands off, even if you're not like a people to people person, the impact matters. And when you create from that space, a lot of really cool things happen, right? It's, is it a little bit more from you, right? It, it, it requires a little bit more from you initially is what I will say. Cause caring is work, right? It's emotional labor, but From there, you move into a place where all of a sudden your work speaks for itself and it starts to sell itself because you have word of mouth, you have, um, you have client retention, and then you have like, you have this, you build advocacy and you build momentum around your offers. You become known for exceptional work. And I'm not looking as, as a conscious consumer, as a millennial consumer, I'm not looking to buy just anything from anyone. I can get just about anything on Amazon or YouTube, right? But when I make a purchase, unless it's, no, even toilet paper, I'm picky about, right? I care, right? Yeah, you want, you want multiple layers. You don't want single layer. <laughs> I don't want, I, I want to make sure that like it's got me, right? right? And it's the same when I'm making any kind of investment, investment in a team member, investment in my business, investment in my home. I'm not going to bring any contractor in to change things. Why? Because I can't afford not to, right? It's going to cost me more in the long run. And so when you show up and you focus on depth of impact and you know how you can deliver on that in a highly refined, intentional way, and you know how you can meet your financial goals in a simplified way, those three things, that's leverage and leverage equals scalability. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I think that, you know, there's, there's a balance between like, I I think the hard part is people who are high intimacy, high touch entrepreneurs, they, they get to a place where they often can get to a place where they also over deliver and also nurture like um, a little too much because it also can be hard to scale if you're trying to be, you know, intimate and deep with everybody. So, you know, a big part, if that's going to be your model and you're listening to this, cause you're a heart centered entrepreneur, um, a big part for scaling is you're going to need to replicate leadership that can carry that heartbeat to take on as you, as you take on more students, you're going to need to have help, 
right? To keep that line of intimacy to scale it. Um, and, um, and without it, you're going to feel like you're always going to be limited to a certain amount of students you could take. You're always going to have to close doors when you start to get momentum because people aren't going to get the yeah. same support. So, um, so it has its, it, you know, leading on an intimate level has its pros and it also has its limitations. Um, and the same way that system-driven entrepreneurs are able to scale to the moon, uh, but then they don't have the support there. So, you know, it's, uh, it's knowing who you are and being able to build as simply as possible to get to that, to that vision. So, yeah, I think it's also, it's also, I mean, this is a CEO mindset. This is a leadership mindset is switching from thinking you need to be everything to just focusing on the thing that you are exceptional at, right? If I'm spending 70% of my time um, only in the delivery or creation process of the things that I'm exceptional at, everything else can be filled likely by somebody who's better at it than I am. Right. It's right. Good. And then I'm only showing up where I have, again, depth of impact. Right. So if that if that for you is the connection and the and the front facing work, I had this with a client who we scaled um, and it's uh, like a hybrid of an evergreen program. So all the pre-recorded modules, where it's not she's not having like that stuff is encapsulated. People can go and learn that. But that client facing those client facing group calls, that's her because nobody is doing the coaching that she's doing in that container. Yeah, right? yeah. And not that that can't be trained, but like, this is where she's exceptional. That's people are paying to be in that environment and learn from her. And there are things that they can learn from her that are universal. And then there are things that are personal. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I love that. Well, if you're listening to this episode, you guys, and you're thinking like, man, I want to be able to create more impact in my programs. I want to be able to create this transformation. I want to learn how to coach better. I want to learn how to bring more value. Uh, I want you to be able to reach out to, to Hannah. We're going to put her uh, Instagram in the in the um, description of this episode here so that you'll be able to just click it, reach out to her and let her know you listen to this episode and that you would like more support in this area of your coaching. And, uh, and Hannah, thank you so much for being on, sharing how to, like I could just feel your heart for impact, feel your heart to serve at a deeper level. And, um, and you're just such a rock star making moves, empowering women to the next level. Uh, so do you have any last words for us? Yeah. Um, first, thank you so much for having me. I, I think what you've created and the community that you fostered around this work is beautiful and it's necessary. And I'm so grateful to contribute to it. And I want to remind you all that there's a lot more, even if you're not at the six figure mark yet. Um, I strongly encourage you to be reaching beyond that and to have those big audacious goals because that's what's going to create the kind of impact that I know you're here to create. And don't be a stranger. I love new friends, hop in my DMs, say you love this. I would love to hear about your business. I would love to support you. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks Hannah for being with us and to everybody listening, make sure that you subscribe to this episode. If you haven't already share this podcast and also leave it a six star review. I think there's only five stars, but leave an extra star until the next episode. See you next time.